Al, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm super hey, excited to, uh, to, to obviously spend a few minutes here uh, speaking with you um, as we were just talking. I mean, obviously, during these times, us as business owners and, and just about every business out there are being affected by what's going on. And um, as we touched on before, health and safety is, is definitely top priority, and we understand that that is it. Um, you know, however, I think sharing stories and talking, just having real conversations about how it's affecting all of us may be able to, to help others. Um, maybe pick up on some things that you're doing or you're seeing out there in the marketplace. Um, so I just want to take a few minutes, obviously, to, to talk about that, talk about what's going on in your business right now, maybe what you're doing and yeah. um, helping others to do. But before we do that, I would love to open it up here, you know, give you a little uh, 60 second. There's nobody better than you at this. So um, hopefully I didn't put you on the spot, but <laughs> open it up and, and have you give a little snapshot of what you got going on uh, and what your business is all about. And then we can kind of hop into some stuff from there. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, we're, uh, we're Sandler Training by Simon Inc. Sandler Training is a worldwide organization about uh, 260 locations all around the world. And, and uh, what we own is the, is one of those in Georgia. Uh, and, um, and we do sales training and sales management training uh, and coaching. So typically our clients are looking to us to help them, you know, build solid pipelines and the skills to keep those going. And, and then the closing of those deals, making sure that they're closing their opportunities on a regular basis and a higher percentage. And then, making sure that they're doing that at high profit margins. Uh, all of those things these days are a little bit different <laughs> with the pandemic. And this is actually the third uh, pandemic or not, no, it's the first pandemic, but the third crises that I have personally been through as a business owner. After 24 wow. years as a corporate sales guy, uh, you know, I left the corporate world in 2001 to, to uh, start this company to do sales training and uh, coaching. And the day after we opened our doors, 9-11 happened. <laughs> and then of course, 2008, wow. you know, the recession and, and, um, and, and, you know, more crises with business. And then, and then, and so we got through that. We got through both of those, helped our clients through both of those. And now here we are, the third uh, crisis in, in the 18 plus years of our company being in business. A little bit different, obviously, like you said, you know, health, health and safety, very much in everybody's mind, very, very, very paramount. Uh, but on the other hand, the folks that we work with and ourselves uh, also, we have to be productive. We have to be effective. We have to bring in revenue. We have to, you know, produce. Yep. And so, you know, you, you kind of skated over the, the day you started and yeah. opened up the next day. So that would have been yeah. September 10th. Yeah, Al uh, was Sherry and Sherry is Al's wife. I've had the opportunity to know them and couldn't be more genuinely nice and finer people out there. So I do want to throw that out there. Um, but so September 10th, 2001. Yeah. Up, and then you wake up on 9-11, uh, obviously, 
and that's going on. So if you don't mind, like yeah. if you go back to that spot, man, like what, what, what was going on in your, in your mind at that point? Yeah. Well, probably panic. Uh, you know, I mean, I remember, I remember, um, you know, having some pretty, uh, pointed conversations with God about that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, really? And then I felt guilty because I was so selfish, you know, selfishly thinking about my own ability to thrive. And then when, when, you know, people were losing loved ones and, and, um, yeah, anyway, so, but, but there, so I was, I had, I, I felt panic. I felt guilt. I felt anger. Um, and I had all these, you know, all these, cause we just plopped down most of our life savings to buy a business. And yep. all of a sudden nobody wants to do business. And it was, uh, it was frantic time. Yeah. It was kind of like today yeah. in terms of emotion. Well, and, and you know, the, the one thing that I know is, is over there because right then, I mean, how, how the panicking and anxiety of just opening up your very first business coming from the corporate world in itself is, uh, is, is a, a stress. Um, oh yeah. No, no salary, no benefits. Right. I mean, you know, and we're all not sure what's going to happen at nine 11. I mean, I was in a little bit of a different scenario, but I was, uh, had just started college um, at that point. I was a freshman, I remember, and um, I thought that we were going to be drafted and everything was going to be changed. Like that was the conversation I was having. But, you know, now having a business and all that, like I can't imagine after the first day um, that taking place. But how is it different now going through a few different pandemics how do you how do you look at things now? Like with this going on, do you are you able to process it a lot easier because you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So you know, and and then and the recession in you know two thousand eight and following years the same way, um, and that of course lasted several years for us and a lot of our clients. But we, um, you know, you know, it, it's when you've been through something like that and you have a different perspective. I think than for those of, of, of your listeners who this is the first time that they were going through something like this. And, and, and um, for us, it was a matter of, okay, you know, this is happening, all right, it's bad. Uh, but it doesn't have to be catastrophic for business. It does not have to be. Uh, and so it's really a matter of taking stock, you know, resetting your goals, resetting your action plans, and then executing. You know, it, it's waking up in the morning, you know, getting up, you know, stretch, have your quiet time, take a shower, you know, get dressed for work and then go to work, you know, but go to work means you walk, you know, maybe to the room next door or whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm sitting in my dining room. It's been my office for the uh, last few weeks, but you know, it's, but you go to work, you get dressed and you go to work and you do what you do. And now, you know, us and most of our clients, everything is now electronic, you know, using zoom, using LinkedIn, a bunch, a bunch and uh phone calls because we can't do live networking we can't we can't uh you know uh get on airplanes and be on the highways as much we can't have face-to-face -face meetings with people uh, so all the all the behaviors changed um and but but before all that changes you got to get your mindset right you got to you know you got to realize okay i can make this an opportunity and make the best of it and go after it. Or I can, you know, sit in my 
you know, spare bedroom in my pajamas and suck my thumb. I mean, you know, you got to make a decision. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And uh, yeah. so our job as, as a trusted advisor to our clients is to help them navigate those changes in mindset and then help them reset their goals, plans, and actions, and then help them to execute uh, using the different tools, technology, and phone, you know, well, phone and LinkedIn, they're not, those are not new tools, even Zoom or FaceTime or, you know, Google Hangouts Meet or uh, Microsoft Teams. I mean, none of those are new tools, but they're just being used well now, very, very well. Uh, and, um, and it's great, I think. I mean, it's a good way, you know, you know, I can see your smiling face now. You know, a lot of times people use uh, video technology as, as though it were a audio conference call. They don't, they don't turn on their cameras. Well, when yeah. that happens, then you lose so much of the, you know, the eye contact, the facial expressions, the change in facial expressions, and you lose so much of the communicated message. So, you know, we're telling our clients to, to gently urge your customers and your prospects to turn on their cameras. If, they, if you get pushed back, don't push it, but but you know, urge them to turn on the cameras because that eye contact and facial expression is so, so important these days because yep. it's the only way you're going to get it, you know? For sure. And um, obviously, I, uh, I've been a part of Sandler. I had the opportunity to, to, to work with you for uh, a period of time as well. And, you know, I've, Sandler speaks for itself with uh it's brand i mean it is by far and i've been through a lot of sales trainings it's by far the most practical um sales training i have ever been in and cool. so the yeah. i'm i'm i know you guys are staying on top of of adapting yeah. and and really communicating that to your clients if you know whenever you're talking about the the turn on the cameras and urging them is there a certain message that y'all have come up together maybe. It may be something you've worked with your students on and they've brought it to you. Is there a certain message or a certain way you present that, um, that little nudge of turning on the camera for your clients? Is there something you're sending out in the calendar invite of, hey, make sure to be prepared to be on camera? Like, is yeah. there anything there or just yeah. curious? Yeah, so you know, the phrase, uh, why don't we hop on a call is a phrase that yeah. we're all yeah. using a lot, you know, in, on the phone or in like a, LinkedIn message or a Facebook message or, a, um, or, a, or an email or a text, just say, hey, you know, why don't we hop on a call? And then when they agree, then, and you send the invite, whether it's Zoom or whatever tool you're using, um, you come on with your own camera on and then say, hey, Brandon, you know, I, you may not be comfortable sharing your camera. That's cool. But just a lot of folks we've been talking to lately really want to get more face-to-face with people because they miss it. So yeah. if you're comfortable turning your camera on, that's cool. But if not, that's cool too. And then that's all you do. That's all you say. You don't have to worry about it. You know, some yeah, so some I else. mean, it's just yeah. a little subtle, hey, everybody we're talking is, is wanting to get, get on camera and, and be able to meet face to face, at least virtually. And that's just kind of the, yeah. the little ask. Yeah. And it's it true. Fun. It is yeah. true. People are, you know, people are already, what, we're, what, what three weeks into this uh, shelter at home or whatever, isolation, some people call it. Um, but, uh, but more and more people are craving that face-to-face. -face. You know, they really are. And that's yeah. only going to get more prevalent as time so goes on. So the, the importance, and, and I may be getting to, into your, your secrets, but um, to have 
someone on the camera, why you're, you're talking a lot to your clients and your partners uh, about turning on that camera. What, what is the importance of that in, in your opinion, having that, that camera on as opposed to just talking to the little black box that sits up there with the name <laughs> on it? Yeah. Well, there's a couple things about it. One is, uh, it's just the, the communicated message. You know, psychologists call it the communications pie. Uh, you know, when you're face to face with someone, over half of the communicated message is in that, um, you know, the, the, the visual clues, the body language, the facial expressions, and the change in those things. Um, and, um, you know, only about 7% are the actual words. And when you're on the phone, of course, you don't have that, uh, you, know, you know, that whole half of the communicated message that has to do with body language and facial expressions and changing those things. The other part of it is it's a whole lot harder for the person or persons you're meeting with to multitask if their camera's on their face. It's a lot harder for them to be checking email or, you know, or whatever. Uh, and there's other things that happen too. Like, like I, earlier this week, I was on a Zoom call with a, with a client and we were having a nice conversation. He was set up in his garage you know, that was his home office, his garage. And so I could see, you know, behind him, I could see the garage door. And so we're talking and all of a sudden there's this big old loud noise and his garage door starts going up <laughs> and in walks a couple of his children and they're laughing and shouting and, and, and it was cool. It was just, I mean, it was a temporary uh, uh, interruption to our conversation, but it was, you know, it was real people in a pandemic and enjoying the moment. And, and yeah. there's something really cool about that. Yeah, it is. I mean, there, yeah. and you're, you're right. I mean, that's yeah. one of the things is that this is forcing us to be okay with not, without perfection, you know, like exactly. um, the fact that we're all just a, you are in your dining room. <laughs> I'm in a room where I've got this uh, because I wanted to be able to stand. I mean, I, I'm going to send a uh, video or a uh, photo out later because I got a stool on top of a, of a counter with a little light. And I mean, it's, <laughs> it's literally just makeshift. Like this is what, this is what we're doing right now, but that's, that's to keep some normalcy and just keep the conversations going. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing uh, too is people understanding that you can close deals through virtual meetings. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunately, we have a lot of clients throughout the, the country and not a lot of them are local and probably 95% of our work and, and deals and communications and negotiations and all that, obviously a lot that I've learned from you and, and Sandler training over the years, but, um, is, uh, is through this type of communication and this is how i have those conversations and yeah. so it is possible and it is actually you'll start to see that it is extremely efficient and can be valuable yeah um so that's awesome that you are doing that and uh before we we hop off to kind of keep this as as uh condensed as possible is there anything that uh word of of wisdom from you and what you've been through and the, all the other uh, pandemics that you've been through. Um, obviously, this to be able to do this wasn't available in whenever 9-11 happened or That's even right. 2008 to a certain degree. I mean, technology was kind of coming out, but this wasn't 
something we could use even then. Um, True. Now we do have those, but it, but it is a completely different and uh, you know issue that we're dealing with. And um, do you have anything uh, that you would want to share or um, to everybody out there, other yeah. business owners, everybody that's having that stress and anxiety that you've had as a business owner in multiple different scenarios? Is there anything out there that you want to share or can share? Yes. Okay. Uh, three three words. All right. Three yep. words. Um, Positiveness, empathy, generosity. Okay, positiveness, empathy, generosity. You know, this time people are uncertain. They have fear. They, they have anxiety. We call it the FUD factor. You know, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, the FUD factor. Uh, there's a lot of panic. People are, are, are just worried. And, and, and so we need the voice of positiveness. We need to be that voice of calm and encouragement to our, our customers, our teams, uh, and everybody we come in contact with in any way. It just, it, it would, you know, it just would be good to be that positive uh, influence on people. Uh, and also helps to calm our own fears when, when we're taking that, that mindset. So, so positivity. The second one being empathy. Start every conversation with empathy, every single one, whether it's electronic or whether it's uh, phone or whether it's face-to-face uh, -face through technology, um, you know, start it with empathy. And, you know, in a, like in a text or an email, I'm typically starting mine with, hey, Brandon, uh, I hope you and your family and your loved ones uh, and you know, all your team, I hope everybody is, is healthy and safe. Uh, this is a weird time and I, I just, um, I've been thinking about you. So, you know, that's a couple of pretty short sentences, but it really goes a long way, empathy to start and then go into more of the business stuff if you want to. But even then go into just as much business as the other person wants to talk about. But start everything with empathy, everything. Uh, and then the third one, generosity. Uh, you know, find ways to give. You know, we're, we're giving away free resources these days. We're, we're, we're giving away our time. Um, we're not charging for, for a lot of things now. Um, for prospects that haven't bought yet, we're finding ways to be creative in terms of getting them started. Uh, and maybe backloading the investment. So because, you know, probably their revenues are down right now. And so maybe they don't have the money to spend with us, but they still need us. So find ways to be creative, be generous with people, you know, with all kinds of people, best you can. Yeah, so that, that, those are my three words for, for this time is positiveness, empathy, generosity. Love that. Love that. And love the, the, you touching on the generosity piece and what was really more within that of what you were talking about of finding ways to get creative in order to, because uh, it doesn't mean that you have to stop or um, that you still can't uh, get people started in your program or get somebody in. You may need to get a little more creative for it to, to work, um, but you can still conduct business and it's a win-win. And that's the biggest thing. And that's, that's where I think a lot of opportunity is for a lot of businesses is that generosity piece. Um, yeah. Because you're going to be judged. Uh, and I say that going to be judged, but you're going to be looked at whenever all this, we get through all this, because we're all going to get through it. Um, people are going to remember what you were like during that time. And yeah. um, I feel like 
during this, people, there's excuses out there. There's, you know, like as far as people being forgiving and understanding that this is a tough time and a lot of us may not make it out. Um, uh, I don't think that's going to be the case, but um, people are expecting that. So with that being the case, if you can be positive, if you can be empathetic, if you can be generous during this time, you can really come out on the other end um, just with a a whole different light shining on you and your brand. Um, And if, if, if you don't complain with house money right now is the way I kind of think of it, maybe that's the right way or not, but um, you have two different choices and one of them, you can really take advantage of some opportunity to help people goes a long way it just it just it just it's being a good human being yeah and i don't know if you've seen this but i have seen it you know taking walks around the neighborhood or going through a drive-through at a restaurant uh, or um, you know just watching social media people seem to be nicer to each other right now in many yeah. ways yeah. Uh, you know i think we we realize you know we're all in this together and uh, just, you know, hey, how can I help you? You know, what, what do you need that you can't get? Maybe I can help you. And that, that's just a, it's a, it's a nice um, life view. And it's a nice com- you know, communicated message. Yeah, I'm definitely noticing that too, which is, um, honestly, it's, a, it's refreshing. It is. Because it gives you more, you know, more faith in the human race, doesn't it? Exactly. And sometimes, yeah. you know, unfortunately, that's the type of stuff that comes from this type of these things. Um, but uh, to hop on this, I know you're busy and you got a lot of people you're helping out with right now. Um, but I think you have provided just a lot of great stuff. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited for, for the future uh, of, everybody um to be quite honest and i think there's a lot more positive things that are going to come from this and uh you shed the light on a lot someone who's been through as much as you have and continue to fight and have the positive look you're you've got right now i think should speak to everybody and know that you just you just gotta get through it get through it with a smile on your face help out and good things will come they will they will come well, awesome. Well, everybody stay healthy and safe, Al, specifically you and your family as well. And, you, uh, and I look forward, to, look forward to whenever we can shake hands again. Let's do that. That'd be great. Sounds good, man. Talk to you Thanks, soon. Man. All right. Take care.